Before we get started, I'd like to invite you to join the Lead Gen Lab, a sales program created specifically for women of color in the financial industry. Inside of the Lead Gen Lab, we are going to teach you the sales and lead generation strategies you need to triple your sales calls and 10x your leads so you can finally become that financial powerhouse. This is a six-month container where you will get access to trainings, resources, weekly group coaching, and a community of women of color in finance, and so much more. Go to theroshaw.com slash lead-gen-lab or use the link in the show notes to join now. I can't wait to see you inside. The other week, I posted how much money I made in a month. I had over 30 grand a month, which was my biggest month ever. And I would have never thought that was possible in business had another woman not posted, oh, I had a like 30, 40 grand a month. Before then, you and I were working together. I was like, I just need, I just want a 10K month. Like, how beautiful would that be? A 10K, like, wow. And then I saw someone doing 40, and then I saw someone doing 60. And I was like, okay, well, like, what processes do they have in place? And my mind starts going, okay, if they can do it, They don't know anything more than I do. I can do these things too. Welcome to the Finance Client Acquisition Podcast, the simple sales systems for women of color money experts. And I'm your host, Ro. I'm so excited today to dive deep into the strategies that have helped my clients book out by mastering their sales skills. I have such an amazing guest on today. She's an industry leader. She's changing the face of finance. And today we have Haley from Fem Financial Coaching. Haley, introduce yourself. Let us know who you help and what you do. Hi. So <laughs> this is so fun. Um, so yeah, I'm Haley. I am with Fem Financial Coaching. It's a business I started a little over two years ago. And my business really targets women, I would say in their 20s and 30s, who are trying to transition into like, how do I into becoming a proper adult? Like, how do I manage my finances, my career, like my personal life, all of that, but definitely when it comes to money, because it impacts everything. So that's me and my business. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what you offer, the beginner's guide to building wealth. So my main offering is my course, A Beginner's Guide to Building Wealth. And for me, when it comes to personal finance, like a lot of, of what I coach comes from like giving people a sense of security, which finances can bring and also as like choices in life. So I wanted to build a course that helps them really improve their relationships with finance from the start, like from their habits to how they're viewing money, to like their savings, their spending, their budgeting, their like, and then investing. So my course kind of touches on everything. I know that some courses out there are really just like one thing, like budgeting or investing. But for me, I just like, I thought about just doing that, a course that was really niched down and I just couldn't bring myself to do it because I think every part of these pieces of finance that I touch on in my course are so important. So Beginner's Guide to Building Wealth is really for beginners to intermediate people who want to check, make sure they're on the right track. I would say. Yeah. And I really want to highlight how you had to do what was authentic to you, right? A lot of people, the common advice is to really focus in on one topic, but you knew that a lot of the women out there needed that zero to 100 guide. And that's exactly what you created. And I really want to highlight that Haley and I have known each other for almost two years, like since we both started our businesses. And the amount of growth that I think we both have seen in each other's businesses has been I feel so grateful that we've both been there throughout that experience. Haley, tell me more about 
what it was like building your business, right? I think there are so many people, so many women out there that look at you, look at your account and think that where you are is just impossible for them. And what can you say to anyone that's thinking about, you know, going into the financial industry, really like putting themselves out there the way you have? Yeah, there's a couple pieces to that. And what comes to mind first is it wasn't for me and it still isn't as much as like, maybe you don't believe this about the money for me. Like I want to put in the processes in place to run a very successful and sustainable business. So for me, it wasn't about like, oh, I need this. And that's when you and I were working together. It's always been around like mindset around pricing because like my business is really about service. Mm-hmm. Like I want to help people. And I mean, the more business I can do, can do that. But in order to help people, I need to put the right processes in place. So anytime I made money, I was really investing it back into my business. And I think that that's what's really important is you have to invest in the coaches. You have to invest into the systems that streamline your business. So I started it not knowing anything about social media. I didn't even know how to put a link in my bio. I remember messaging my friend being like, how do I do that? Uh, I knew nothing about content creation. It was the first time I ever learned about Canva. And at the time, reels and stuff wasn't a thing. So it was like, how pretty could you make your Instagram? And that's when I learned about like content pillars, education, inspiration, niching down, things like that. And then with video, when it came in, it was like, I think everyone was kind of like experimenting with it, but I really like short form content. And that's what really helped me get my messaging out. And I it really helped me grow both on TikTok and on Instagram. And I still think it's so powerful to just show up, show your face and try to show your personality a little bit. But at the end of the day, like, again, like I said, like the processes that you and I worked through and I've worked in with other coaches really are what helped me. Because I know if I took this method of how I run my business and I applied it to any other digital product or course or service, it's all the same system and process. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's really important to like highlight again is that these things that you learn even from whatever programs or coaching services you invest in, they can be it's like a the return on investment is lifetime. You said it perfectly. You can use whatever processes and automations you created in your current business and apply them to, you know, the next product, the next service that you come out with. And yeah. I know that you have huge in for your company. How are you bringing what you've already learned from other things that you've invested in? You went from being this one woman show to, you know, really expanding your network and really learning so much more. How are you bringing that into the next part of your business into 2023? I mean, that's a great question. The first thing is just kind of establishing your voice and showing up as an authority in your space and in your niche. But ultimately, like even when you and I were working together, it was always bigger than finances for me. Like finances are so important for, you know, everything, but they really touch on every part of your life. Like if you have more money, you can buy better food for you. You can move out of a bad neighborhood. You can help your mental health. And so I just want women to challenge like the way things have always been, the way that things have, they've always been told to do things. And I think having that money Like it's money, but it's also education. Like the other week I posted how much money I made in a month. I made, I had over 30 grand month, which was my biggest month ever. And I would have never thought that was possible in business had another woman not posted, oh, I had a like 30, 40 grand month. And I was like, before then, you know, you and I were working together. I was like, I just knew, I just want a 10K month. Like how beautiful would that be a 10K? Like, wow. And then I saw someone doing 40 and then I saw someone doing 60 and I was like, okay, well, like what processes do they have in place? And my mind starts going, okay, if they can do it, 
they don't know anything more than I do. I can do these things too. And the reason I'm saying this is because I think a lot of women go to school, get their education, you know, get their degree and they start working and they're making 25 and, you know, not even 20, 25 an hour. And they're like, if I get a dollar raise, $2 raises, that would be amazing. I'm like, no, like think bigger. Like there's only so much you can save. There's no limit to the amount that you can be earning. Let's get into that a little bit because I know when we first met, you were still working your nine to five and then you were transitioning into a full-time business owner. How has that been going? Because that and everyone listening, it has been such a monumental success. I just want to give you your flowers. Like, how was that experience? Because you're totally right. There's only so much you can make at a nine to five versus, you know, building your own business. And so many people are scared to make the leap. So what would say to anyone that contemplates? I am so grateful for starting this while I had a nine to five, because Mm -hmm. like I said before, the pressure wasn't on to make the money. It was really about like enjoying my business and learning. And that's what I love about business so much is there's always something to learn. There's always like, it's so crazy, but making the leap, it really came from like my nine to five. I'll tell, I'll just say like, it was pretty lucrative. I was probably making like 160 K a year, something like that. And so it's like, I could have been in that you know, everybody who teaches finance knows about fire. I could have just like put head in the sand and just like grinded through that for a couple more years and retired early and things like that because my saving and investing rate. But I was just so like, it wasn't like where I met was meant to be. And I just like, my energy was so drained at work. Like I like my, I just didn't even care. Like I was working for one of the biggest tech companies in the world. I was helping people. I was literally changing people's lives. of getting them roles into these companies. And, and it sounds so bad, but I didn't care. And cause like my heart wasn't in it. And that's when I was like, I need to try this thing. So to do that, I built as it were all in finance, like I built an emergency fund for six months. I was like, even if my business makes like a couple grand every month, like I'll be okay as I figure it out. And I think that there's just a point. My story is really funny because I took a contract rule to break into tech and people were getting converted into full time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to convert it. And my one year date was coming up. And I was like, huh, that's weird. They haven't asked to convert me yet. I was like, that's okay. If they don't, I'll go into my business full time. But I was really thinking that they would convert me and then they didn't. And I was like, wait, you're not taking me, but I was going to quit anyway. So it was this whole thing of like, even if I, I felt like the universe was like, even if they did take you on full time, like it wouldn't have worked out or whatever. But the transition has been amazing. I'll just say that. Like I was telling you before we hopped on here, I was like, the company worked me like easy 50 hour weeks. Like they demand, I have emails saying, we want you working 50 hour weeks on top of this in the evening, on top of one-on-one coaching in the weekends and content creation. It was just way too much. I agree. I remember when we were working together, we would be, and we were talking about this in the green room before the call, like we would be getting on call. And I think it's almost an achievement because there's so many people that are listening to this podcast that are moms that have nine to five that are running their money coaching businesses, they're bookkeeping their accounting businesses. They're burnt out and it's the point to go full-time in their business. And enough more people, exactly. You need to see it to believe it that you can't hit those 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 K months as a business owner and make the leap into, you know, going full time in your business. And I know right now you're really focusing on bringing more people into your signature program. What was it like actually launching that? Because I know when we had first met, when we were both starting, that was one of your dreams, one of your goals to actually launch your signature program. How was that experience from like, ideation to actually launching it. Um, Because I definitely want to talk about the results there too. Yeah, there it's the same thing is like, I never even thought when I was starting, oh, make a course, but then you see other people doing it. And you're like, okay, like, 
what's this all about? And it's just a nice way to get like kind of brain dump. But also with a course, I think one of the biggest like pieces of advice that I ever got around making a course, which made it so much easier to make my course is that they don't have to be long. Some people spend six months to a year building out these courses and putting every little piece of knowledge into them that they've ever known. And it's like, what? Like, there's no point. Like people just want quick results driven course. Like you take this module, you implement this, you take this, you implement this. Like, and I think you might know this stat too. This, the finish rate of a course is like 15%. It's super low. It's really low. So my next thing is making my course rate higher, like making the course more engaging. But when you and I were working together, I was building the course and you're like, just do it. Take a month, every single weekend and do it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like build a whole course in a month. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I had, I was recovering for COVID. So my course is not like, I love my course. Like it's amazing, but I'm coughing the whole way through. I'm recording. I literally couldn't even talk and it like, is so ratchet, but it's like impact. People are like responding really positive to it. And I'm just going to keep adding to it and making it really better and increasing the price, things like that. Yeah, but, and I think that's something really important here to say. So many financial experts think that they need to be perfect and perfectionism, you know, oh. it's like such a, such a sales killer in general. It's like, it gets in the way of your mission, your authenticity, your business. And yeah, just going for it and like really making sure that you are going to launch it. And let's talk about your results for a second, because when you launched that course, I think it was around, you had this email list, you had your social mm-hmm. media. What would you tell any money coach out right now that's thinking about launching their own course? What was the biggest lesson? Because obviously you had a nine to five, you were recovering from COVID and you were also focusing on raising the price in a couple of months too. So what would you tell someone that's thinking about raising their prices for their course because for that launch it was close to a five-figure launch around that yeah first launch I think I made seven or eight grand and my course just passed I think 50k in sales it might be 50 55k which is good I really wanted to get it to 100k like that's my big goal is like 100k in sales and there are people who who have courses that do way bigger numbers than me and that's okay like I think you need to also recognize like I'm like happy with the results. Like we don't need to have the same results as other people. Just in general, it's like the big thing is like, just do your best. But my first launch was around 7K. And then now how I promote my courses through my like monthly or quarterly webinars that I do. So I teach something on the webinar if they want to continue learning with me. And I think it's a really good way to demonstrate how I teach. I show off my course at the end of the webinar. And then that's where people can purchase from there. I'll do sales and things like that. So that's kind of how my business model works for the, around the courses. But you said in terms of increasing price, I would say just continue increasing the value. You can add bonuses to your course. So I have a bonus coming out ideally end of December on how to negotiate, write a resume, things like that, because I was in headhunting recruiting. Yeah. And the next year I want to add like real estate investing, just like a module bonus. And then I personally do like kind of like office hour kind of things on my course. There's a lot of ways that you can take it. And I definitely want to say that again, it's if you're contemplating raising the value and you have a lot of hesitation, then think about the value that you're bringing to your audience, right? Yeah. So many, it's crazy. So many people, like you said, put six months of work into their courses and charge like less than 50. I've seen people charge like $50 for their course. And I'm like, yeah, you're working pennies for the dollar for the amount of value that you put in. Yeah. So it's really making sure that you have that balance. That's a really good point that you just said too. And I think we both agree on is like you said it already done is better than perfect, but you'll see like the big like content or like finance creators, 
their website's janky AF, their course is their course is good, like it's effective, but it's not the prettiest thing ever. I won't call any of my stuff like the most pretty, but it's done, right? You can go back and make things, but like what a lot of creators mess up on who want to start a business is they're like, I need a perfect website. I need the perfect mm-hmm. branding. I need all of this. And they're not having baking the products. They're not like selling. And that's when they get discouraged. There was this one girl in, in my space, people might pick up on who I'm talking about, yeah. spent over six months, like talking on her stories all the time, building this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful course. She sold it one time. And I think like she's recently closed her account. Like she, I don't think she even does coaching anymore. Like she just, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so crazy to me. Let's talk about that really quick because I tell all of my clients past, previous, like, the exposure is great. But and just to give another example, like I have seen like influencers out there with 2 million plus followers, and then they put something out, and they haven't put in the value or like their pricing is off, and then it doesn't sell at all. And it's like all this time and money and effort, not yeah. necessarily wasted, you're still creating value, but it's like the planning wasn't there. And I'll say too, like, if you struggle to sell, like, it's okay to sell in the DMs, you know, build the relationships with people too. But yeah, there was something else I wanted to say about done it. I would just say this to what I think has been really helpful in my business is I'm okay with taking risks, like making content, eat, like trying different content pieces and making posts and stuff like that. And maybe this line will help anybody who's struggling with like, with this is like, every time something flops, like any content or any like launch or anything flops, which that happens, I just go, it was good for the plot. Let's learn. Like, you know, it's good for the plot. Like, let's hopefully not let that happen again. But like, I don't see it as a bad thing. I just think it's funny. Like if something like completely like I had like a really horrible course launch when I tried like one of the first times I did it with a webinar. And I was like, that sucked, but it was good for the plot, you know, so I think that mentality will help people, especially with like that, like, you know, posting and stuff. And because yeah, it is hard. You do it from a vulnerable place, like you Mm -hmm. hope it's received well. But at the same time, as long as the intent is good, like your heart's in a good place, your messaging is strong, like there's a lesson in there, like sometimes you have to make content that feels good for you too, you know? Yeah. And everyone listening, there's so many hidden gems in what you just said, Haley. Like it's absolutely critical that you just go for it because overthinking and just staying in your thoughts all day is not going to produce any of the work that you need. And also to survive in your business. And I think it's so important to really just gain perspective. And I love that the one liner is good for the plot. I think we can all use that to just keep moving in our businesses, especially in Q4, where so many people are about to start launching. And they're like really going on for the holiday season. And I also wanted to just thank you so much for being on. I had so much, such a great time interviewing you. And I also wanted to ask, how can people find you? Like, where should they go to learn more about your program and your business? Most people want to learn personal finance, like my Instagram. But if somebody's looking to get into like finance coaching, everything, like they're welcome to DM me. It's just Fem Financial Coaching. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as always, feel free to DM me on Instagram and subscribe to my email list for daily strategies delivered straight to your inbox. I'm so excited to see you book out and hit those five figure months, six figure years and build that seven figure empire.